What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is the wrestling show for April 29th. I want to say thank you for listening. If you found us on the interwebs, Google us at the, the KF Podcast. We'll show up in your podcast catcher. We'll show up on your social media. We'll show up in your YouTube. And uh, yeah, so we're going to talk wrestling from Friday to Wednesday. So let's uh, start reviewing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start with AEW or WWE? Doesn't matter. I don't think there's one that we have to start with because there's no particular news. I don't think that pertains to one over the other, unless I miss something. No. Well, let's start with WWE because I had an AEW topic that we'll probably go off on. Okay. So, I mean, there's not much WWE to go over recently. It's just all been kind of, you know, WrestleMania backlash, I think, is the worst pay-per-view idea I've ever seen in a while. It's just, it's just boring time. There's nothing really going on. I mean, I, I, I honestly think Roman Reigns is hurt because he hasn't done anything since WrestleMania. He's been on TV like for two minutes each week. Last week he just sat in the back. They don't have anybody opponent for him. He's not fighting anybody. He's never on Raw. I think Lesnar really hurt him at Mania, and that they're trying to like stall and let him heal. Because I don't, I don't understand why. I mean, wouldn't you have him on Raw? At this point, wouldn't you have some uh, uh, someone to fight him by now? Wouldn't there be something, I would imagine? I, I, here's what I would say. Let me play devil's advocate. I mean, you've booked Lesnar in that role of big, just being there for big events. I mean, is it to rest him? Is he tired? Is he going through something? Maybe, but it's not uncommon with their booking to do this with Brock Lesnar. So maybe this is maybe the way they're going to book all their big guys is more of an attraction. Yeah, but I mean, even up to Mania, Roman Reigns was on every SmackDown, at least doing something. A lot of times getting involved physically or doing something. And even for his run he's been on before Lesnar, he's had some kind of opponent through his 600 days as champion. I mean, he had Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. He had different guys, you know, that he was working with. You don't even like see him like and it's hurt Smackdown's ratings, him not being on there. I mean, this I know like he's pushing the whole Usos for, you know, combining the tag title stuff. But like, you know, Brock, I know you watch Smackdown more. You don't you haven't seen him at all on the show. No, I said we were watching it this week and I said to die. I don't think he's even there. Yeah, that segment that I filmed, I think, was filmed some other time. Like he definitely wasn't there the week before. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, when it's when it's your both your titles are now gone. It's like worse than Lesnar when Lesnar takes a title and leaves, because now this guy took both of them and isn't even on TV. And if he's hurt, I understand, because you don't want to take the belt yeah. title off someone yeah. that has a 600 day reign going. I mean, that would be kind of for an injury. Especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. So maybe we'll just have to wait out till this backlash is over yeah, and see. give it a little bit of time seeing i mean if he is nursing something it may, this is the pay-per-view to skip yeah <laughs> yeah to be honest the main event at this pay-per-view is this combination of the tag belts mm-hmm. it, you you don't think it's rousey and charlotte well I, I you could say that i guess yeah they're gonna have their match but i don't think people care about that match i mean i don't care about that match i hate ronda rousey i think she's boring as hell but I don't even know if she's really a draw anymore. I think people are over her. 
I don't know, but we will see what they're doing there. Uh, SmackDown had Gunther again in action. I like Gunther or Walter. Uh, I think they're doing him the right way, giving him squashes each week. I like to squash the, the big tough guy, get some squashes in. And it's not even competitive. He kills these people. So, I mean, he fought this week. He fought Teddy Goods. Oh, the and, Goods. <laughs> and, I, and I had to explain to my to my son where a guy, he's like, who do they hire just to get killed by this guy? I'm like, this guy's having the time of his life. He's an indie talent from that town that they're in. And he's getting to be on SmackDown to get killed by Walter. He's he's happy. And he probably got paid more than he's gotten paid in the past six months for that one appearance on TV. Like that guy was that guy was living out his dream that night. He was having a good time. Teddy Goods. Uh, the lumberjack match with McIntyre and Zane was okay. That was at least entertaining. I don't know. Any thoughts, Brock, on that on SmackDown at all? I like how Sami Zayn's trying to like manipulate himself to get into the bloodline. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Then with them, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So we go. And then we go over to Raw. Raw had the twentieth year celebration of randy orton um had a promo in the beginning with randy and some video package with him it was all okay you know it's just randy i can't believe it's hard to believe that 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 he's that that's been 20 years you know that quickly like that but randy's accomplished a lot Mm -hmm. the cody's the Cody stuff was good with him. They had a little legacy kind of reunion, and then it set up a big match for the main event, which I'm good. I like when they do a whole, you know, tops to tails kind of story there. You started in the beginning. You're going to have a match for a reason. Uh, mm-hmm. Zeke, you'll get in some, some time in there with his goofiness. Uh, but, yeah, it was okay. I didn't mind it. Um, what do you think, Brock? Any comments there with Randy? Um, I think it's obvious that uh, Monday Night Raw is Cody's show already. He is the draw. He he's doing pretty good there. He's getting uh, he's the start of the show and the end of the show every week since he's been there. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody, I saw someone on a podcast comment, and I thought this was a good thing. He said, "Do you notice how happy CM Punk looks on AEW?" Like mm-hmm. he looks so healthy and happy. Like this is where he wants to be. And he's so happy with like how the fans react to him, how everything is going there. Like he's happy in his matches. You can just see a difference in punk than when his last like six months in the WWE where he was miserable. And they mm-hmm. said, he said, I feel that's how Cody looks now. Yeah. But, like he just looks happy to be there, happy that the fans are reacting to him. How long that lasts, I don't know. But for right now, it is Cody's show. I just wish they had some sort of world title on this show that you could concern yourself with, but uh, not right now. So we'll see. It hasn't even been a month yet. Yeah. Just remember, Hulk Hogan defended the title once every, like, six to eight months. That is true. On TV, so. But I, I feel like they're doing a good job with Raw, making it entertaining around that and you know i think cody's doing a good job mm-hmm. um oscar returned yeah that was a surprise <clears throat> and you're gonna have her and becky that'll keep becky busy for a little bit her rivalry with oscar i don't know what the fuck becky lynch was dressed as on monday <laughs> she looked like something out of a david bowie video or something like that i mean it was really weird her and seth rollins are they need to dial it down on where they're getting their outfits from because they look retarded as hell with those outfits on. 
They're going full Young Bucks in their presentation. On they are. And it is so stupid looking. I don't know what they are thinking. Becky Lynch is a good looking regular woman. I don't know why she wants to make herself look more weird by dressing like something from a space opera. I mean, it, it's so strange. I thought, um, what do you think about Bianca and um, Sonya? I thought Sonya did pretty good. That was not bad. I mean, it was a little ridiculous with the restart yeah. and everything every five minutes. I, I feel like when they do that and then the bad guy doesn't win, it's just a waste. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, how do you beat her then? If you can't win by doing all that other stuff, how right. are you ever supposed to beat her then? You know, like, exactly. you really suck as a wrestler, Sonya Deville. If you control all that stuff, have three people beat her up, and you still can't beat her, yeah. you need to just hang it up and go home and never wrestle that does again. nobody any favors when you do that kind of crap. No, none at all. Um, so I think Edge's name for his group is going to be Judgment Day. Yep. Which did they just take a an old pay per view to I mean, turn yep. it into a name? That was the best name they could come up with. They should have went with Over the Edge. Over the Edge. <laughs> I think <laughs> from you know they kind of screwed Balor out of a thing. I think we're going to see that's leading towards Balor and AJ team up. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, which hopefully that happens. So that'll be cool to yeah, see. That's that's coming for sure. Uh, Mustafa Ali returned. Or Mustafar Ali returned. I thought he was almost out the door, but uh, looks like they brought him back. Yeah, they did. And he beat Miz. He had a good promo. People were into him. He did well. Maybe he'll feud with Theory for that title or do something like that. Yeah. He had a lot of returns on this show. There was a lot of things like that. And then you had the main event, which, um, you know, it's just kind of is what it is when you have five man matches they're never too great since everyone gets their moving yeah it, it's those shows that are for the crowd when you're live mm-hmm. crowd goes home happy you know yeah um what do we have over on nxt nothing really i think too crazy to talk about uh they brought that kid they brought that kid over that everyone loves on the internet from nxt uk that nathan fraser fraser mm-hmm. kid People love him in you in the UK. I guess he's really quick. I only saw a little bit of him in the show, but he, you know, he's like one of those. He's like a ricochet, but he's short. He didn't get to do anything. Well, he ran in, did a couple crazy moves on what's his nuts, Grayson Waller, the one everyone hates. <laughs> they pulled the Viking Raiders down. Yeah. To work some matches with them. And then uh, NXT's uh, Bray Wyatt, Joe Gacy, continues his. I think this feud makes a broad breaker look like he's a complete moron. Because he gets trapped into doing the stupidest things. Like you see last week where he's just standing there talking to Joe Gacy and he just pushes him off the edge. Like, well, yeah. then, you know, he's going to push you off. You have your back to the edge like you idiot. Like he, he's not too bright. Braun Breaker. He's not too bright. Joe Gacy has the best theme song in wrestling, though. Does he? He does. Good. It's even better than Red Dragon. What about Nikita Lyons? Her music's dumb. (laughs) She's singing, that's why. You know how we feel about anybody that sings their entrance music. That's like a given role that you're a moron when you sing your own entrance music. (laughs) Remember Jeff Hardy used to do that shit in TNA? Oh, man. Poor Jeff Hardy. 
But that was pretty much it from the WWE side. You know, just trying to build towards that dumb pay-per-view. We'll see what happens there. Anything else you can think of this week with them? No. Becky Lynch was in the news because she spouted off some comments online, got her in some hot water. Um, That seems to be the thing each week we have something like that. Did you hear what she said? No. No, what did she say? Part of it I agree with it, part of it I don't. She said the problem with the AEW women, women's division is they're not given enough time. She said we are given way more time than they get. She said they get like a three-minute segment each week on, on their main show, and they deserve more. She said the other problem with them is they don't have as much talent as we do. And I don't know what this interview was or where it came from. People went nuts over it. I agree with her in the for. First part about the time given. I think that that's definitely something that's a a, a fair criticism that on Dynamite, usually a women's match is about three to four minutes long, and that's really all they get. Maybe a a 30-second backstage segment, but I can't remember a time in Dynamite's history that there's been two women's matches on the show. Mm -mm. I agree with that, but it is also just a two-hour show. And they have a, a very stacked roster overall. They do. They do. And whenever your women is maybe not as deep or as well known as your, um, it's it's a catch-22 because you can't develop your women's roster to be popular unless you showcase them. But you have so much male talent you've paid for that's already established. You, that if you're, you in a, you're in a pinch, yeah. yeah you don't so know which one to do. Because uh, the only uh, way you're going to make new women stars is by debuting them on your main show. Yes. Do you make Rampage, a, you know, a predominantly women's show? Maybe. Like, it's where the TBS championships kind like of Like, they're able to do it in the WWE with NXT. They give you, like, three women's matches a, a week, you know, because mm-hmm. it's their developmental show. They have two hours to do it, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. maybe you, yeah, I don't know. It, it's different because people don't. I know they showcase them more on Dark and on Dark Elevation, but they need to be on TV somewhere for people to get behind them. Now, as far as her comment about like talent, I don't think AEW has, I think they have a pretty, I think they have some talented women wrestlers. I don't think they have as many as the WWE has. But, yeah. I think that's probably what she meant. Yeah. But it was taken the wrong way, but I think they have, yeah, they have a much more talented women's roster than they did when they first You're started. Right. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you know, it just gets people up in arms over that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't think she meant it as a slight against the the talent roster that they have. I think mm-hmm. she was just pointing out that their talent roster of women is small in yeah. comparison to what WWE has to use. Yeah, and and they they have a they boast a large ro- like AEW's women's roster is per I don't think signed to like exclusive deals like right you know, you know Thunder they have Rose a lot of Japanese wrestlers that mm-hmm. come and go yeah. Know. I, you know, if you think of like staples that have stayed with, let's just say, you know, we're, we're heading into May, you know, that have stayed in AEW for six months, you know, you have the bunny, you have Nyla Rose, you have, um, uh, I'm trying to think of some work our way up, but like, you know, uh, Britt Baker and her two friends and, you know, there's, there's maybe 10, that like you yeah. could possibly see on a given week, like mm-hmm. have a match, but well, and, who would you put in there? So valets, if you go like WWE and you say, okay, the 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 cream of the the top of the, the cream of the top or whatever the top tops and 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 WWE, 
and you have their big four with like Bailey, Sasha, Becky, Charlotte. Then you have like Rhea, Bianca, Raquel. Who else, Ron? Naomi. Naomi. I mean, you could bring people up from NXT like Io Shirai, who's really good. But like, let's just say those like eight right there. Who are your top eight that you would put up against those women? Obviously, Britt Breaker's one of them. Um, but like, you know, I, it drops off pretty quickly because you have Britt Baker, and then you have you got to put Thunder Rosa in that same kind of category as Britt. Then right underneath that, you know, do you have your, uh, you know, uh, they just fought in the uh, street fight. What's her name? Uh, oh, Hikaru Shida, and then yeah. the Professor uh, Serena Deeb, and then you would have Tony Storm. Tony Storm, but she's only wrestled like a couple matches. Like, yeah, well, none of them, none of them have like the matches but, that, that, yeah. that, that those girls on the other side have. And you sadly, know. I don't know if any girl on the roster, like, I like the Thunder Rosa, you know, Britt Baker stuff, but a true match, like, I still think the best women's match they've probably had in a while was Sasha Bianca at WrestleMania. Like, that was a yeah. good match. I don't, you know, it's. I don't know if they have it. I, I agree with, with, with what she said, but mm-hmm. also too, whenever you have, I mean, they focused on it, you know, WWE yeah. spent millions and millions of dollars to develop athlete, women athletes to fit their style of broadcasting and entertainment. So they could do that now. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, how many years of investment did they really since, paid you know they talk about that women's resolution revolution it's mm-hmm. it's been you know it's been almost 10 years yeah so i was gonna say like it's been because it started with Paige and emma yeah were, were the two like legitimate wrestlers that they had and natalia mm-hmm. was already there yeah but before them it was all just models that they taught how to wrestle yeah yeah well it'll be interesting when one of the bigger names in the wwe women's division is up with their contract if AEW would try to go after them, you know. Obviously, I, the name that comes up all the time is Charlotte. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Part Due of to me, her fiance being over there, her father no longer being all this company, you know, would they throw a pile of money at Charlotte to bring her in? She wouldn't be able to be Charlotte. Yeah, she, she would be, what's her real name? Ashley Flair. Ashley Flair. Yeah. Talk about, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't see her ever leaving. Shit. She's the golden goose they, of the women's division over there. Yeah. But, well, we'll see. So, them, yeah. Or any of those, a Bailey, a Sasha, you know, I couldn't see Becky leaving. She's another one. That's pretty tight in with her husband and all that. But, you know, maybe a Rhea Ripley down the road. Rhea Ripley's a really young girl. You know, so we'll see. Um, so I didn't really get to watch much of Rampage. Um, I know you guys were excited about this Ishii wrestling Adam Cole. Did anybody see this? Ken was there. I was there. It was good. Oh, it was so what? What'd you think about it? I thought it was good. You know, like I thought it was a. Uh, from what I understand, so I. It also, this is now a week and a half behind and my brain can handle barely handle 24 hours from today. So, um, it was a good match, nothing too crazy, you know, just solid stuff. And it was a great way to introduce the, the American, you know, 
casual audience to Ishii, and you got to see how strong he was, and he really played up that stone pit bull like persona that he has of, you know, a lot of head bunts, a lot of like very Steiner esque wrestling, strong like moves. You know, he's a, he's a thick guy, like you know, for nowadays wrestlers, and uh, yeah, I thought it was solid. Okay, who won? I- Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> what did you think about Jade Cargill and Maria Shafir? So live without, you know, seeing the whole thing, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I didn't notice as many. I didn't really notice any mess ups, but there was a lot of time with the baddie section, quote unquote. Now yeah. that she's got the stable. Um, yeah. She got Kira Hogan and, uh, Red velvet cake. Yeah, red velvet cake. And uh I did yeah. catch this match and yeah, I mean it wasn't it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen them debut, but I just don't think Maria Shafir is like the answer, you know. No, she's the problem. She's the problem. She's the problem, yeah. But yeah, I nothing special. No not the person to to stop the win streak. She's definitely not the person to stop the win streak. I agree, but I also think it, it, what if you want to have someone excited for a match, I think they booked it the best way possible. You have, you know, they, they I think they did a good job with all that. Like, mm. but the match was okay. Like, it wasn't anything great. Yeah. And for essentially a mid card championship, defended on a, you know, less, you know, less than six hundred thousand, you know, viewer show, then it was fine for what it was. It was entertaining and okay what's tough about going to see AEW live is this is your main event like this is what you watch and then you're like mm-hmm. all right i'm going home like it's a little mm-hmm. disconjointed like uh, actually just sat for three hours of wrestling yeah four you, hours you of saw it. the your highlight match yeah what was the match that was like the main event of that night i can't remember now but anyways last week's main event which i was the coffin match Oh yeah, which I'll be honest wasn't the greatest favorite main event. Yeah. But. So let's talk about Dynamite this week. Um, we started off with a a, a, a tie-in match to get into the tournament where FTR fought each other, Harwood oh, yeah. and Wheeler. What did you guys think of this? I thought it was really good. I did too, but here's my biggest problem with this match. I don't understand. I really enjoyed them wrestling each other. I thought it was really good. These guys are obviously really good. They tell a good story in the ring. I think this would have been much better if this was like the second round of this Owen Hart tournament. Yeah, make it mean more. Like, it just kind of came out of nowhere out of announcement last week. Hey, next, tomorrow, next week, the FTR fights each other. And it's like, well, why would you book that? Why would you put these two against yeah. each other? Like, why do they have to, like, fight in? I think this would have been more cool if they were in opposite brackets mm-hmm. and, like, you were, out. like... And you kind of looked at it like, oh, shit, like if they win, they're not going to win because FTR is not going to fight each other. And then all of a sudden they surprisingly do win. And then the hype for the next week would have been like, shit, the next round, FDR is fighting each other because it lived yeah. up to the hype as far as the match goes. The guys were good. They did a good job. I even <laughs> like the way they they ended it where they both kind of look strong and one just snuck one, a move in on the other. I just don't know why it wasn't hype much and it wasn't booked that way that's what confused me you know, yeah that's because you're not the booker of the year you can't think that far ahead <laughs> yeah i was confused about it. what do you think about that ken about booking it like that 
I feel like they did not think the entire, they're not thinking this entire tournament through because so far right now, we know that Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly are, are in this, yeah. in the tournament. And then I think Bobby Fish has a, a fight, you know, a, a match to get a qualifier. Into a, a qualifier. I think they're going to do that. What you want with the undisputed elite later on. And they just fucked it all up. And this is going to be a better match than what they can oh, yeah. later on with the yeah. undisputed elite. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's more this, like this, like weird booking of the same shit twice. Like they do this to themselves all the time where they do the exact same storyline with the look, like, it's strange, and I mm. and I think that we're gonna. What you want, you're gonna get done, not as well. Yeah, so. you're gonna get a worse version of it down the you're road. The worst version, of it, correct? Because we yeah. just saw the undisputed era fight each other in WWE. Yeah, we've never seen the FTR guys fight with each other. Yeah, it would have been a much bigger deal. Yeah. It was the one guy's first singles match in like six years. And like, yeah, like in forever. Like yeah, it would it would it would have it would have been something you could have really built up to and booked for like this is a big deal, you know. But instead, you kind of got it here. But um, then CM Punk was on commentary, came down, said, you know, he's fighting Adam Page now at Double or Nothing, which they are having. We weren't sure if they were having that, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so they are. And uh, he's going for that title, and I don't see there's any chance in hell that he loses that match. <laughs> Short of a hangman heel turn, I don't see it. Yeah. 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 I would love if CM Punk turned heel to win this match, to win this belt off Adam Cole, uh, Adam Page. I think that would be fantastic, and then became because good bad guy CM Punk is so much better than than good guy CM Punk. I wouldn't be surprised if you see good, you see heel turn CM Punk side with FTR and start a new like heel old school wrestling stable. Well, AEW could use more three man groups because they <laughs> yeah, have a lot <laughs> and not a trios belt yet. Speaking of three man groups, uh, the Blackpool Combat Cup is in action again. Every week they're in action now. They don't ever wrestle separate. They wrestle three-man fights every single week, and they you killed. You have, have Wheeler U to wrestle in Philadelphia. The pop that he got was crazy. Yeah, yeah. They all get big pops. They all come out in their separate musics, and they get <laughs> big pops. And then they killed this team, which is an an idiotic group, the factory, to begin with. Uh, but was a go-go ringside? Yes. Go-go is back. Yeah, I don't know if you got his vision fixed or... Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully he did, but... Of course they won, and they got the pop, and, you know... I, I tell you what, I, I just miss Hill Daniel Bryan on this show. <laughs> he was so good. It was so entertaining, week in and week out, the way he would come out and the way he would act. Like, I don't know if he's still that character, because he doesn't talk. He just kind of stands there and smiles. But, uh, you know... They got like they got a lot of shirts. The Combat Club. They had like an NWO shirt now that mm-hmm. U, the Udo was wearing. I, you know, they're over with the crowd. Like yeah, I think they're over. They're, they're gonna, popular. I think people really like it. You know, people want to cheer for Daniel Bryan, even though he's a great heel on the mm-hmm. mic. Like, so he, it's just all good wrestlers, except for John Moxley. But all guys that people can get behind. Like, who doesn't like? William Regal and, and like Daniel Bryan and or Bryan Danielson and whatever like see so 
you know, a lot of people have been talking and saying like, you know, oh, they should put like, you know, uh, there's a couple different wrestlers they were mentioning. I think they should add some size to this group. I think Lance Archer should be in this group. And here's why. He has bled with Moxley. Him and Moxley had their death match when Moxley was champ. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some history in there with Regal or Brian Danielson somewhere along the line. Archer's been wrestling a long time. He's horrible with Jake the Snake, who's terrible anymore, and you got to get rid of him. And there's really not much else for this guy to do. I think in a group that's like the combat club and they just love to fight and make you bleed. That's totally Archer's AEW character is like, he comes out fighting. He's beating up the guy in the back before he comes out to the ring. I don't know what else you do with him other than him just being this guy that you fight every once in a while. I think he's perfect for this group. I think he would fit so well into, I know he maybe he's not as over as the other guys with the crowd, but people cheer for Lance Archer. They always like him in, with, with what he does. I think he's a perfect new uh, new member for this group if I was booking it and picking someone else. I agree with you, but I think that they're saving that fourth spot for Claudio. If he ever comes, yeah. Oh, you know, if you stroke him enough. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. So speaking of Lance Archer, he was in a match against War Dog. And uh, I think this was, to me, I think this was Wardlow's best match. I think so, too. I think he wrestles big men really well. Like, I yeah. Think, you know, he. I think he can do more, go full bore with guys that can hold his weight, like with the Hurricane yeah. and other things. And you yeah. know what? It was good to see him take some moves, take some punishment, showing that he kicks out of stuff. This was the best booked Wardlow match I, I've seen so far because he still did his power shit at the end, which looks good. But he actually was in a fight for once. And you're like, wow, this guy can handle a beating that was given on him. Both guys did a good job. It was, it was it was well put together. I liked it. Lance Archer is very good. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't like this character as much as some some of the things he does, but the guy's good. He puts on a good show in the, in the mm-hmm. ring when he shows up for matches, you know, and this was good. Um, so now MJF is calling in Big Cass. You think? You think? Well, they want us to think, at least. Because you can't teach that and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Yeah, it's going to be Big Cass. He's with Impact. I really think that the Forbidden Door stuff they're trying to work, because Deanna Prazo is going to be on next week. So I think the women's uh, tournament, she's She's in the the ROH women's title. Yeah. Hmm. I hope she keeps it somehow. So do I. I hope they can. And she's the champ. And do you think Enzo's going to be with big Cass? Probably not. I don't think that they're, they do signings and wrestle a lot in the Indies, but I think the big cast is probably going to come out as W Morrissey and Hmm. try to keep his career going that way. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I'll be I wouldn't be shocked that after his AEW appearance and and he'll get signed by WWE. The guy is ripped now. If you see if you haven't seen him on the Indies. You think he'll get re-signed? He is he's what Vince wants. He is jacked. He's like he's putting in the work. He's cleaned himself up from what it, from what it sounds like on the internet. I think if you see him over there, then they'll probably take him and you know, yeah, have a guy it. for be cool to see him next week. See what he does. Yeah. Wrestling jeans. That's what he's he does. Yeah. By Wardlow is what's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just like then, Nick Cage and all these other people that MJF brings in to hurt people. Yeah. <laughs> they never win. 
<laughs> he and eventually he'll make Sean Spears fight him, and then he'll get killed. And <laughs> so next we had uh, the clown show returned because it was the a Jericho Appreciate Society and some stupid fucking. We're gonna sit down and have a talk, and I mean this was awful. Everything about this was awful. The attack in the back was fucking awful. I, I can't express how much I hate all this. I, I, I mean, it was terrible. Did you see any highlights in any of this shit whatsoever? The AEW Galaxy was the highlight of this. <laughs> this what segment. was that? When J- when the guys in the JAS called the AEW, instead of the WWE Universe, they called the AEW Galaxy. All the oh, crowd okay. chanting for him and singing. <laughs> I tell you what, I hate that guy from 2.0 that acts like Macho Man. I don't, I don't know why he acts like Macho Man, but it's the worst Macho Man. When he called the camera in the back, and then they they burned, uh, uh, what's his name, Eddie Kingston's eyes. Like, what in the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing here? There's so, so much more things we could be doing than this fucking nonsense. With I the just, same players. What's that? What? You can use the same players and come up with a million better things to do. Yeah, it's Proud and Power. Ortiz and Santana could be fighting for title belts and doing, mm-hmm. uh, having a tag team match. They haven't wrestled in over a fucking month on this show because they're just coming out doing this shit. It's well, they're setting up for Stadium Stampede. So who, no, what two people? Yeah. What two people join? You know. I hope it's Hot Stuff Fernandez and Homicide. Which Homicide could be? He still wrestles. I don't yeah. know if Supermax does. Conan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that when Guevara is done, they'll bring him over. Oh, he, I don't well, know. We'll get, to, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this segment was awful. It was fucking awful. Um, then we had, um, oh, what was the backstage thing I wanted to mention just now? Fireball. Oh, no. Then we had a um, the House of Black who have been talking about Fuego del Sol for three fucking weeks. It took three giant guys to beat up little Fuego del Sol, who's never won a match on anything in AEW. Why they're so mad at Fuego del Sol is beyond me, but it took three of them to beat him up. And then they walked out so dumb the way they carried his body out, but at least Ray Phoenix is back, and maybe we'll finally get this battle between the three of them they were going to do before Ray got hurt. So, mm-hmm. you know, Ray, I was glad Ray was back. So, you know, and it looks like Pac's back from his UK stint. So, you know, I think they were delaying them this shit long enough to get those guys back so you could properly have this feud. So mm-hmm. we'll see where that goes. But, you know, glad Ray's okay and he's back because Ray's good. Mm-hmm. But Fuego was, <laughs> they were so mad at poor Fuego. <laughs> then people were like, Fuego's going to join the House of Black. I'm like, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I feel bad for Murphy because I think Murphy's another guy that could be in the combat club. Yes. Since he was a regal guy in NXT, mm. you know, he, he had those great matches on SmackDown with Danielson. Like, you know, I I don't really think he's being used too well over there. I don't really like the way they're using Aleister Black or Malachi Black at all right now. I don't. I don't know. Unless they're waiting for something bigger to happen, I think it's really poorly done. Well, his this eye is the problem every week. With bra? His eye injury gets bigger every week. Yeah, it does. It's really getting out of hand. 
The next person that should join the House of Black is Julia Hart. And if it's not her, then what the what's the point of everything? Yeah. And then number two, I uh you know, I think this is part of the problem when you have your wrestlers write their own shtick because it's just you know, sometimes you need a little uh what's the word I'm looking for? You need a little bit of reining in something. Yeah. You need and to I be reeled think, in a little bit with ideas. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think Tony Khan's a real reel it in guy for no. his vision. So no. I think he just goes, Yeah, do it and then they're like, No, this is awful. You yeah. Know. So we'll see. Um, what did you think about the Philadelphia street fight between Sheeta and, and Deeb? I was glad there's no thumbtacks. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you, I fast forward through most of it because I don't really like either one of these girls. I know you guys like Serena D, but I just don't. <laughs> it looks like she had like a broken cheekbone or something at the end. She of might, she's got a, her whole eye swollen shut. Yeah. So it's legit. Like, but yeah. uh, she, you know, it, it was. I, I hope this is the end. You know, Serena this feud. Yeah. yeah. So they can do more things and let them be. Actually, you know what I wouldn't mind doing is, you know, have them both in the women's tournament and meet towards the end, like of one of yeah. them. And go, oh shit, this is gonna, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we had the ten man match with uh, the 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 undisputed yeah, elite. You know what I did? I fast forward through this match. I watched the entrance. I but when you get more than three guys, it's such a clusterfuck in in AEW. So I'm just like, okay. Let me say this about this match, though. I don't. I you know I don't really like these big clusterfucks of matches and the way they do it. But I one thing I liked about this is they needed this that group. Like they've lost a lot of matches and they've looked weak. I like that they kind of unified and they squashed those five idiots on the other side and really showed some dominance, did some moves together, and it made them at least look after that was done like, okay, they're a force, the undisputed elite. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is uh, he's scaring this channel. This is Adam Cole. This is that group. So it was nice to see them like look dominant. I think they needed that. They made the Bucks look dominant again. They made everybody look at, yeah, the match was shit, but at least it wasn't like they were taking all sorts of spots from those guys and getting worked over. They pretty much dominated that match and did what they need to do. So it's a statement win, and it tells a good story, and that's why I thought it was okay. Yeah, and they got matching shirts at the end. Yeah, they got yeah. shirts. They did the whole thing. It's good for their storyline. You know, you know, this is going somewhere when Omega returns, probably the three versus three and all that. So, you know, but they needed to at least get some victories on that show. Adam Cole has taken a lot of losses, so has Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see them, you know, get a win. Um, then we got down to the uh, TNT Championship. Um, and I hate everything about this segment and match. I'm so sick of Sammy Guevara. This is three times he's wrestled Scorpio Sky now. I don't know what any of this was. I think the only reason they did this is so that Sammy can be a three-time TNT championship like Cody, and they got that name out of there. That was the only reason he dropped this belt and then just to lose it again and then won it again so he can get three wins and and have all that. I think that was the only reason they did any of this at all. But I think it's shit. I thought uh, bringing in um, I like Paige Van Sant, but she is not ready for TV. And her and Ty Conti hitting each other was so goofy looking. 
Ty Conti's annoying. Everything about this segment was annoying, and I felt no joy in watching any of it. What do you two think? I agree pretty much. Don did not smile once during this match. He did not enjoy it. I did not. I agree. I hope that this might be the... Now that, like, they've changed, you know, Cody's no longer the shortest reign. He's not the most reign, you know, most Mm -hmm. title wins. Then kind of maybe get away from his name in the record book. Yeah. Uh, Now they can maybe... And here's well, now, they're, now they're going to have a split mixed tag match with Conti and him and all that. And then I'm yeah. sure he's going to challenge Scorpio again for the belt. Like, I, it's just like, I don't know what you're doing there. You know, like, let's move on to something else. He might win it again to be for to be the true. Yeah. So face of that belt. Yeah. And then hopefully Miro comes back at some point in time and destroys yeah, him. Yeah, they haven't mentioned him. No. no, he's in the promo in the beginning. What do you think of Van Zant, uh, Brock? She was all right. I mean, they didn't really give her much to do that really would showcase what she's able to do. Yeah. When they were, how about when they were carrying the two girls up the ladders? That was so hokey. Oh God. I'm so tired of the choreographed spots that they feel they have to do. It was pretty terrible. So the I had a couple questions. That was pretty much dynamite. But um, I had a, I had a couple of things I wanted to go over here. Um, and just a side note, we have to pause so I can start my work all, and then we'll come back. But anyway, real quick. Um, so there was a lot of people that lately have been talking about like how bad Tony Khan was on camera with those segments that he did, and they had to bring Adam Cole in to announce and all this. So I saw some people online talking about AEW could really use an on-screen fake general manager or president that's someone that does that in your two's opinion who would you pick brock first who would be somebody you would be like this is going to be our fake guy he's going to do all the like promos where you would need the owner and and that way you don't get tony on screen you just have this guy arn anderson okay not bad ken who do you who would you like so my gut says I would like to have a woman do this. Um, I don't know who that would be, you know, very Sonya Deville like, but maybe not as hokey as she is on on WWE. But I don't know who that would be right off the bat. Could you get AJ Lee? Because you got CM Punk, that'd be mm-hmm. kind of a big get and be a draw. But talent you already have, William Regal should could do it. And then if you want to go more legend, I'd say Mick Foley. That'd be my three. If I had to pick, you know, what audience you want to go for, mm-hmm. do you want to go for the wow factor, get a big signing, and then, you know, kind of be progressive? I'd say AJ Lee, you know, you know, someone that's already, you're paying and you don't want to pay for more, William Regal. If you want someone that's got some clout and some, you know, you get Mick Foley. So here's my idea. If you didn't want to go out and have to sign more people, which AEW likes to sign a lot of people, I think a person that you really have no role for this person, and this could be something they could do, is not bad in front of camera and pretty good guy, is I would use Christian. Okay. I, I don't think there's any really more need for Christian to have a lot of matches. And if you needed to have a match for a story down the road, you could do it with him. I think mm-hmm. he's got the charisma and all that stuff. He's a younger guy. And I think he's someone 
who, you know, he's established a presence there. He becomes this general manager. And then like, yeah, when you need an angle down the road, we're like a guy's like, I'm mad at the general manager. And you'd be like, well, if you beat me, then you can have your match, you know, and then Christian can still wrestle if he needs to or do something like that. Cause I really don't know what else you use him for or what he's really going to do. He's not going to be your champion anywhere else with all the people you got. I think he would be good in that role. It would give him something to like do, you know, the guy's well-spoken. He's charismatic. I would go with Christian. What if they went the uh, old WCW route and had a championship committee with all these people? Mm-hmm. I'd be down with that too. Have a majority vote kind of thing. Have like, five or nine members on it or something like that. Yeah. You could do something like that, but it'd be nice to have guys and bad guys. And And then you could bring in like the big show and Mark Henry, these guys that work there that you want to get the name power for. And it'd be nice to have someone who's a voice that comes out and says like, you know, we have a huge announcement for you tonight. You know, we're going to start dynamite and Christian or, or what's her name will be in the ring to for the big announcement instead of Tony coming out for that kind of stuff. James J. Dillon, bring him back. <laughs> James Storm. He is the new James. There you go. There you go. <laughs> How great. He could come out to sorry about your damn luck and then everyone be like, oh mm-hmm. you know, and he the you know, the the fighting commissioner. <clears throat> Shane McMahon. <laughs> yep. There you go. All right. Uh, from a ratings perspective, we had um, everything was sort of still getting touched by the NBA playoffs, getting some competition with it. Uh, SmackDown went down from 2.1 to 1.9. Rampage 482 went up a little to 518. Raw was 1.6 to 1.6. It kind of stayed right where it was. Uh, NXT 569 to 577 up a little bit. And Dynamite was 930 to 921, so it went down a little bit. But like I said, a lot of basketball on, a lot of playoffs on, a lot of competition. So there you go. Cool. Awesome. And that's it for the day. Ken, take us out. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and have a great evening. Later.